This is The Insecurity Project. If you are looking to solve the insecurity problem in your life, rather than just manage it, mask it or medicate it, you have come to the right place. This is the home of high-quality content and conversations about how to overcome insecurity. If you can do that, it's not just good for you, it's not just good for your friends and family, it's good for the world, so it's kind of important. There's some work to do here, but let's go do this work together. Now on to today's show. Hey folks, 10 minute Tuesday time. Uh, a month ago, I, I did a, a piece on dream interpretation. And I'm convinced it's such an important subject because in the work of overcoming insecurity, it, it is all about rebuilding the relationship with yourself. The insecurity problem is that part of you formed an opinion of your own value and worth some time ago, a long time ago, and that, pin, that opinion has become true, it's generated evidence, and it's created fear. Um, because you think that's true. So there's, there's this conflict that's happening internally. And so to, uh, to solve the insecurity problem is about be, being an adult, reviewing the data around that opinion you formed as a child and opening the lines of communication so you can work out what's actually happening and who you really are. And uh, so, so dreams is a, is a great way of opening the lines of communication, especially if you find self-awareness tricky. It's a great place to start. So I had a dream two nights ago, which uh, is a great example of how this, how this works. Um, so I had a dream of a cat. It was a lovely cat. And I'm, I'm not a cat person, so it, I was curious about the dream while I was having it, and it stuck with me when I woke up. So if a dream lingers, I'm always curious. Um, th- this cat, uh, a lovely white cat, uh, didn't have any teeth, so it wasn't biting me, didn't really have any claws, so it wasn't scratching me. It was friendly. It was safe. Normally, I'm worried that cats are going to scratch my eyes out. They're annoying. I don't like them. This was a lovely cat, a lovely white cat, and it just kept wanting to crawl up on my chest and go to sleep. Um, so it was a lovely, calming presence. Woke up in the morning thinking, what is this cat? What does this cat represent? Did some research, went, went back and saw what Jung and Freud had to say about cats. And they were both, you know, you can't just generalize and say this must mean that. But typically, uh, cats tend to represent uh, the feminine, feminine energy, feminine energy of vulnerability, creativity, power, uh, in, intuition specifically. So, so there was something about my intuition and, and feminine energy that was being represented in that dream. Now, the fact that it didn't have claws and it wasn't trying to bite me suggested that it was safe and trustworthy which was interesting right because in the day prior there were two really difficult decisions that i had to make that i made with intuition and i just went with my gut to say this is how i'm feeling my way through here and this is what i think is right and so i made a decision and then the next day i was second guessing myself but i had this dream so i wasn't wasn't looking to justify myself or bolster my position i was in fact doubting it but this dream suggested that it was safe to trust my intuition. My intuition was, was loving, was kind, was powerful, and was not going to hurt me. And so when I got to the bottom of it, it was a beautiful conversation to have with myself to say, okay, you've got this, Jamin. You, you were right. You, you made the right decision, the best decision. It is, is it, a decision that, it is a decision that will serve you well moving forward. So, so back yourself. So such a lovely conversation, all brought about by a cat dream. Uh, so that's just a quick example I thought I would share with you. Now on today to today's topic, which is state management. And particularly, I get asked all the time, 
how do you get out of a bad state? So when you're feeling flat or annoyed or frustrated or angry and it's not serving what you want to do. And so how do you actually change that state? So, you know, you probably heard me before talk about the three pillars of state management being focus, language, and physiology. Uh, if you adjust any one of those three, then you also adjust the way that you are feeling. Um, but I wanted to approach this slightly differently today because uh, I think the problem often with a negative state is the judgment we have around that state. So you, you show up angry, you're agitated, you're frustrated or you're sad. Uh, but typically people think, well, I shouldn't be feeling like that. So they judge the state. So they don't want to be in that state. They think that state is bad or wrong and they want to get out of it. So they're kind of fighting against themselves. Uh, this, this question that I use in that situation comes from Dr. Ian Snape, who if you've read my book, you've heard me talk about the coaching experience I had with him a few years ago on the East coast of Tasmania, which changed my life. But his question would be just stop and ask what for, what is the intention of this state? What for? Why, why are you agitated? Why are you angry? Why are you sad? What's the frustration for? What's the message from this state? Because every state has an intention. Every state is trying to achieve something. So if you just judge it and label it as bad or wrong, then you miss the message and you try and override it with a positive state, which may be aligned with your conscious goal, but you might miss an unconscious message that's coming. Um, so the other day I was agitated uh, about a couple of meetings that I'd had online, a couple of Zoom calls that were a waste of time. Uh, and I, I was agitated all afternoon. And so firstly, I tried to change my state, trying to shift my physiology, try to pay attention to different things. And I, I was still agitated until I stopped and asked, what for? What's the intention of being agitated right now? And the moment I asked that quality question to myself, the point was clear. The message was, hey, Jamin, you knew both those meetings would be a waste of your time. You knew that your priority right now was to finish writing two books. There was no mistaking that that was number one priority. You knew these two meetings uh, were going to take you away from that and it was unlikely that they would be productive. But you still said yes because people asked you for your time. Um, so why are you surprised that it went the way you knew it was going to go? Of course, you're agitated. This agitation is designed to say, hey, please, can you not do that again? Can you stay the course? Can you keep finishing these books until they are done and say no to other things? It, you know, sure, there may be exceptions, but if you, if you think it's going to be a waste of time, it, it probably will be. So just, just stick with the book. So that was such a useful, in, a, a useful message. And I wouldn't have got that had I found a way out of that state into another one. So uh, pain is always a signal. It's our most loving and honest voice. So when your state shows up as an aspect of pain, ask what for? What is the intention of this state? Um, and then, and then uh, you can alter the, the state that you're in and meet the intention. So the moment I got clear about the intention being to go, please say no to stuff that's going to waste your time, then I found a really energized and positive state an enthusiastic state, a state that was really uh, back into writing mode, back into honoring my own intuition, back into being really grateful for my relationship with myself, feeling really focused and positive on what I was going to do for the rest of the day. So the intention was still being met, 
Jamin, prioritize the prioritize the priorities. Keep the main thing the main thing. That's the goal here. Now, the moment I had that intention and I had agreed to it, then I found a state that was aligned to that in a way that was also aligned to my other goals. Problem solved. So I'd, I'd be fascinated by what you discover with that powerful question. When you're angry, when you're sad, when you're agitated, when you're frustrated, Stop and ask, what is the intention of this state? What is the purpose? Rather than judging it as bad or telling yourself you shouldn't be feeling like that, you are feeling like that, see what these emotions have to say to you. I hope that's useful. I'll talk to you again next week. You've been listening to The Insecurity Project. The aim of the game is to show up to life unhindered by doubt, fear and insecurity so that you can be at your best where it matters most. Now, if you're ready to begin the work of becoming unhindered in your life, the Unhindered Short Course is an eight-part video series designed to help you do exactly that. And at only $99 for a limited time, it's an offer too good to refuse. For more information, go to theinsecurityproject.com.